Welcome to the Family Finance Show with Diana Granu, proudly brought to you by Old Mutual. This podcast is your weekly guide to effective budgeting, planning, and future-proofing of your family's finances. Because money matters to every family, and every family matters at Old Mutual. Enjoy the show. My name is Diana, and this is the Family Finance Show, the podcast to help you manage your family's finances better. Every week, we share an episode on topics relating to increasing your family's income and managing expenses, controlling your debt, and investing for the future. Welcome to the Family Finance Show, and thanks so much for listening. Today, my guest is Kenneth Hadebe from Old Mutual, and we're talking about getting your kids started with savings. It's so much easier to develop the habit of saving as a child rather than to unlearn bad savings and spending habits as an adult. So this is definitely a skill that I would like to teach my children. Welcome to the show, Kenneth. So pleased to have you on. Thank you so much, Diana, for having me on your show. Uh, So Kenneth, our first tip is to talk to your children about money. That's the number one thing you should do. My kids are really young. They're only age three and five. So explaining the concept of what money is is actually quite hard. And at the end of the uh, episode, I'll play just a short clip where I had a conversation with my five-year-old daughter about money. But Kenneth, your children are a bit older. How have you approached talking to them about money? Diana, in your intro, you said something very important when you talked about the fact that we need to form good habits. We are creatures of habit. Good habits will always enhance our lives. The sooner we start them, the sooner—sorry, uh, the sooner we start them, the better. So when we help our children to form good habits toward money, they will grow up having a good relationship with it. In that way, saving, budgeting and the value of money become part of their everyday lives. This will give them a firm grounding and understanding of these disciplines as they become adults. Old Mutual has a banking product called Money Account that perfectly meets this need. Money Account is a two-in-one product. It has a swipe account that can be used for day-to-day transactional needs and a save account that can be used for saving a specific amount or saving a percentage of each purchase that is done via a card. So the child can keep the money for short-term goals in his or her swipe account while keeping the money for long-term goals in the save account. Um, So Kenneth, I really like that you brought in the old mutual money account there because in fact, our second tip is to open a bank account for your child. So I really like giving children their own bank accounts because it gives them autonomy. And which child doesn't want autonomy? All the kids I know love having autonomy. When I say autonomy, I mean a feeling of autonomy and responsibility appropriate to their age. As minors, your children will still need help from you, their parent or guardian, to open and operate a bank account as they don't yet have contractual capacity. So the only thing when you're considering opening this bank account is that there's a cost involved in running the bank accounts. And especially for children who have no income, it's important to have that cost as low as possible. And Old Mutual has a low-cost money account. What can you tell us about this money account? So you've correctly said that actually our product is is quite affordable because uh, to maintain their 
account on monthly basis, you only have to pay 495. And, and now the, the important thing for me, Diana, is the fact that, you know, we, experience is the best teacher. Children will always learn better when they get a chance to participate in the lesson that we want to share with them. So we talk to them about handling their money, but if they don't get an experience of participating in that lesson, unfortunately, they may not be able to grasp the concepts that we're trying to share with them. So a bank account then will provide a positive experience with money for our children because it gives them an opportunity to practice working with money in a safe environment. Mm. A bank account provides controlled access to money to help beat the desire to always use available cash when a child has easy access to it. Through the Money Account digital platform, children can still be taught to better handle their finances as they have access to their banking or their bank accounts from anywhere and at any time. So if you look at times like your Christmas time, when we share presents, family members can deposit money into the child's account instead of buying a toy that will be forgotten over a few weeks. In that case, the child can decide how much he or she wants to spend and how much he or she wants to save toward a specific goal. So with the old mutual money account, while children are practicing banking, they will be exposed to the ability to earn interest on their money that is kept in the save account. The old mutual money account will give a child two great benefits. The first benefit is the opportunity to invest in the unit trust through old mutual money markets. We know that not everybody gets an opportunity to invest in a unit trust due to certain terms and conditions that apply. Therefore, the money account holder will earn better interest on their money than they would earn in an ordinary bank savings account. The second benefit a child will have when using the old mutual money account is that the child will earn points toward old mutual rewards. The money account holder has to simply register for old mutual rewards and that will give them an opportunity to earn points every time they swipe their card for purchases. I love the idea that you mentioned about uh, family members depositing money for Christmas or birthdays, gifts into the child's bank account, because that's a great way to allow children to start managing money. And I also love how you brought in savings, because saving is a really important part of teaching children about money. And that brings us to our third tip. So our third tip is to save for a joint family goal. So that family goal could be anything from a holiday to a, a new game that you can all play together or bicycles or whatever it is that your family savings goal is. And if you can save together, then you as the adults can mo uh, model the behavior that you want to see in your children and explain to them how you will contribute to the savings goal. For example, maybe you'll give up, um, you'll forego buying new music for a month and contribute that amount that you would have spent on music to the family's joint savings goal. And you can also help children to find ways to save. What do you think about uh, getting kids to save towards joint family goal, Kenneth? Oh, that is so important, Diana. Goals motivate us to achieve. 
when we help our children to set goals and achieve them, they will have a better sense of how to handle finances when they become adults. It is important to have fun while saving for a goal with the family. So as a parent, you can take charge of the saving process, making sure that you collect what is owed by each family member and keep them updated as to the progress towards the goal that can be enjoyed together. And so that brings us to either giving them an allowance, if you can afford to and you want to. Different families have different views of, around allowances. Some, some families like giving allowances and others don't. And some families can't afford to. Or you can help your children find a holiday job or a side hustle to help them make additional income. It is important that the job is safe for them to do and that the job is allowed by law. Your child might want to become a famous YouTuber, for example, and here you'll need to help your child to understand online safety and privacy. In some countries, children under the age of 15 are not allowed to work, so again, you'll need to help them understand what is allowed for their age. For younger children, you can give them a reward for helping to clean the car or mow the lawn or anything beyond the normal chores that they do to help the family function. Do your children have holiday jobs, Kenneth? I, my child, my oldest child, actually, she has had an opportunity to be involved in, in getting a job for herself. She's currently at varsity. Even at varsity, she's involved in certain projects there, and which has actually even helped us as the family in a sense that some of the things that she does, that has allowed her to sort of get some discounts when it comes to the fees that we have to pay as parents. So it is quite important that in, in engaging our children, we bring them up to that point where they understand that we have to work together as a family. It is so important that we instill the, the good principle of responsible use of money to them as early as possible. And, and when we let them understand the principle of budgeting, that becomes so important for them to know how to handle their money. So it is important that children know that their allowance comes from a particular budget, mm -hmm. such that where there are no funds in that particular saving bucket, there will be no allowance for them. Mm -hmm. So this will then allow you as a parent to engage with, you, with your child and start introducing the subject of having them generating some income as well, by getting a, a casual job or side hustle. But it, it is so important that our kids are brought up with that responsible attitude towards money where they understand that, you know, to get money, you have to work for it. And if there's a way that they can contribute as well to what, how the family handle, handles the finances, that becomes part of their life as well. And as they grow old, they will know how to handle their finances too. Mm, I love that point that you made about budgeting and how important it is. And I, it just made me think back to when I was at university in the early 2000s and I had to manage a budget for the first time. So I had a student loan that was covering the, um, the cost of uh, living and also the cost of tuition, but I I supplemented that with some jobs that I had, waitressing jobs. It was mainly waitressing jobs in Cape Town, and it was such a life changing experience to have to 
to manage a budget so tightly because I had very, very little money. I think, I think jobs and side hustles, even while I was a scholar, I remember doing a lot of side hustles. I used to sell, sell plants at markets. I used to, I worked at a hotel. I worked at a surf shop. So those, those side hustles really taught me a lot and really kind of set me up for being an entrepreneur today. So I, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of, of getting kids to, to do jobs and to manage their own budgets, uh, to teach them responsibility, as you said. But to get into our fifth tip, our fifth and final tip, this one to me is so important because um, I believe it's, it's really an important life skill. And I've been thinking a lot about how to teach this to my children. And this is delayed gratification. So the most common way to demonstrate delayed gratification is with food, but uh, like the marshmallow test, but food has so much emotion wrapped up in it that it gets confusing. When I'm talking about delayed gratification, in this case, I'm meaning not expecting results immediately. So this is obviously important for long-term saving and investing. You don't get immediate results. Uh, but there's obviously some great examples from sports too. So I started doing a lot of yoga during lockdown, Kenneth, and I wanted to do a handstand. But doing a handstand is not easy. If you think you can do it in a few weeks, you're just going to give up because it, you need to be realistic about how, how hard you need to work at it. You have to work on your strength, on your balance, technique. You've also got to overcome fear of going upside down. So it's taken me about five months to do a really good handstand. Um, and I was thinking about this in the context of children. So my daughter wants to do a, a cartwheel. Her friends at school can do magnificent cartwheels. But she wants to do this cartwheel immediately. And I'm trying to get her to understand and be realistic about how long it's going to take her to achieve this goal. That she needs to practice a few times a week um, and all of that. And that to me is delayed gratification, which is our fifth tip. How this relates to teaching your children about money is building your assets from zero takes a lot of time, patience, discipline, and hard work, similar to handstand. Without these skills or, or traits, it's going to be very difficult for our children to achieve financial independence. This is why teaching my kids delayed gratification is so important to me. What does delayed gratification mean to you and your children, Kenneth? You know, you've shared so much uh, already, Diana, on that topic. And I, I think the, the journey that you're having with your kids is, is such a, a wonderful journey. And I, I'm sure that they will definitely benefit from that. Maybe the only thing that I can add from my side is that, you know, having a bank account will instill the discipline of saving and remove the temptation to spend the cash in hand. You know, when, when kids, because, you know, we're talking about saving, when kids have cash in hand, same with adults. When we have cash in hand, the, the, the temptation to use that money is strong on us. But the moment you open an account for a child and then you deposit into that account their allowance or pocket money, and then you, you start talking to them about saving for a specific goal, the bank account on its own just becomes that tool that then, that then will support the child to be able to resist the temptation of using the money when they could save that money for something bigger and better. Uh, that's, that's my contribution. 
Thanks, Kenneth. And just for parents listening, if you're finding it hard to know where to get started with talking to your kids about money and all the topics that Kenneth and I have discussed, there's a great book that's written by Sam Beck Bessinger, which is called How to Manage Your Money Like a Grown-Up for Teens. And it just helps with some of the principles that we've discussed here on the show. And it's, it's a good starting point, perhaps, to buy for your kids and to go through with them. But Kenneth, my final question is a question that I ask all the guests on my show and that is what is the one piece of financial advice that you would like to pass on to your children? Sure. Diana, on my side, I really think we follow our goals. Once we set our goals, we decide exactly what is it that we want to see or achieve in the future. Then our ex somehow just simply line up with whatever goal that we've set for ourselves. So in other words, if we're talking about saving money and, and how to handle your money, it is so important that you always know what is it that you want to achieve as a person, because that is going to be your support in, in ensuring that everything then that you get on yourself involved with or you do, that will somehow support that particular goal. Uh, that would be my one piece of advice. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing all your insights with us on the show today, Kenneth. Thank you, Diana. Thank you for the opportunity and goodbye. And for the listeners, if you want to hear the short money discussion I had with my daughter, stay listening. Where does money come from? From a shop. Where do mommy and daddy get money from? From the shop. Mm, no, we don't get it from the shop. We, we work. You oh. work for the money. Yes. And we get paid money. And then what do we use the money to do? What do we do with Buy the money? Buy food. That's right. And did you know what this is, Nina? It's a bank a card. A bank card with your name on it. Yeah, for we know for that. What do you use the card for? Uh, to go on aeroplanes. To go on aeroplanes? You could, you could, you could use the card. Oh yes, we use this card to get into the lounge, that's right. But you can use it to buy things. There's money on this card. So instead of the paper money that you've got in your hand, the money can be on this plastic card. Yeah. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to stay on the journey to improving your family's financial well-being. Thank you for listening to the Family Finance Show with Diana Granu, proudly brought to you by Old Mutual. The time is now to own your financial future. Visit oldmutual.co.za for more great advice, articles, free budgeting tools and calculators, or to find a financial advisor. We'll be back next week.